Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we have a few updates for you, um, a little bit about the future of our episodes for the next couple of weeks, and also continuing our Fantasyland tour, as promised, all on today's episode. Hey, stranger. Hello. Hello, I missed you. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? No. (laughs) Okay. This is actually a really good segue into what's been going on. (laughs) So, guys, first off, we've missed you. You probably don't even know who I am anymore. My name is Annie. (laughs) I'm at WDW Collective, and I have an amazing co-host, and his name is... Hello, guys. My name is Brady McCleary. You guys know me as Brady Cam on Instagram, and we have been through it. Technology has not been very kind to us. Yeah. So, for if you happen to be new, um, Brady and I live... uh, literally on other sides of the country pretty much so we have to do this yeah. show um using software um so we can record remotely i'm in ohio brady's in new mexico so which it hasn't always been we haven't always had this well we always been recording it apart but we've never really had a time difference issue and that's been you know going on but we've had some massive technical difficulties so what i was about to say i when i said i'm not going to say it again because what happened was I said what I said just a few minutes ago, and Siri popped up because I have a brand new computer. So apparently when you say those words, Siri pops up on my new computer. Uh... <laughs> and she starts talking to me. And I'm like, um, I didn't summon you. Like, I was so that's that's what happened there. But um, we've had some really big technical difficulties, mainly because – um, we had some computer issues, um, we had some software issues, and then my computer crashed. During all of this was um, first the COVID experience, which obviously is still going on, and also um, what has been going on in terms of the Black Lives Matter movement um, with, you know, George Floyd's murder and then moving forward with Breonna Taylor and, you know, um, all the all the unfortunate losses that we've had in our community. And we wanted to be respectful of those lives and um, didn't want to put up a new episode that was, you know, happy and joyful when we were trying to focus in, and um, amplify Black voices. So mm-hmm. we've missed you and we're sorry. <laughs> what a fucking mess. This, th- I've I'm given so up. I'm so sorry. Story. Guys, our, okay, so this is episode 59 part two, really, because we recorded, yes. we sat and re- we recorded an episode 59 and it was fucking fire. It was such a uh, good episode. It was double fuego, guys. And... 
are, you know, unfortunately, it, the, the software uh, that we use uh, in combination with uh, Annie has it all as she's the host, right, of, of the program. Of the software. Uh, and her, <laughs> of the, yeah, the software. And, and uh, her computer crashed with that. So it, uh, yeah. the, the episode's gone. I have my voice. If you guys just want to hear me talking yeah, to myself. we could just no run it with your side. voice. <laughs> um but and it was a good episode yeah, so it, it was a really it was good a great episode, episode. Um, we really touched on you know we just want everybody to know like we our podcast speaks directly of us like we are we are in control yes. of our podcast we aren't here to sugarcoat or make it pleasant for anybody else and we fully stand with black lives matter uh we fully stand with the lgbtq plus community Yes. And right now, everybody, I mean, even women still, uh, everybody's still fighting for the rights. And in fact, uh, I know I didn't bring this up with you beforehand, but it just came to mind. Oh, it's okay. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a picture yesterday of my husband and I, or maybe it might have been Friday. Uh, my husband and I wearing our, our rainbow Mickey ears, and we look really cute. And it's a really good photo. It's got icons on the bottom. And then I use that opportunity to to bring up the fact that in most states, it is still perfectly legal for a straight person to murder somebody in the LGBTQ plus community and call it a gay, quote, gay defense panic or gay panic. Yeah, that's wild. I had no idea that that existed. It blows my mind. Yeah. Blows my mind. And that it's called that. <laughs> like, yeah. they have a special term so that if he were, say, I were to hit on some guy, he didn't like it, he freaked out, I embarrassed him, he could kill me tomorrow, go to court and be like, I'm sorry, it was a gay panic defense. And they would have to take that into consideration. <sighs> Y'all. So it is not over, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, the, the the media is not posting, but people are still protesting. Uh, mm-hmm. There aren't any riots going on, so people aren't wanting to cover that. Uh, it's not, sh- you know, sh- shining a bad light on anything. We are yeah. out there fighting, and uh, we stand behind that. And that's kind of the gist of, of the episode that we lost. Yeah, and we and we talked about we talked about that too, and we talked about too, kind of like what we wanted to talk about today because. Um, we, we also recognize that there, there is yet another spike and people are politicizing what's going on in this country and that's Mm -hmm. really fucked up. And, um, I, I am very concerned that so, so, and the, the last episode that we, that we recorded, we were talking about how, you know, um, Shanghai Disney is handling their opening and, and what we've been seeing at Disney Springs. And it's a very positive episode. It was, a very, I'm so pissed. It was a very positive episode because <laughs> we were kind of talking about like the future and like that, how everything was, is supposed to be opening on July 11th. Be- since that is, since we recorded that, since we recorded the last episode, um, Disneyland has, Disneyland has uh, delayed its opening indefinitely because of the spike in cases that are going on. And I would very, I would be very, very surprised if that also doesn't happen um, with Disney World. So we didn't want to rehash that episode again, just because we don't want to like get everyone's hopes up and for them to like shut everything down again. Um, So that's why we're not going to talk about. 
we just moved our uh, reservations because we, we again we were supposed yeah. to go in May, and then uh, we moved it to August, and we just moved ours to June of next year yeah. instead of August uh, because one I don't I just don't see it happening. Two, yeah, um, like we have reservations and we had tickets and our passes and everything. And in the emails, it was saying that like they would contact you, and it was like your turn to re, uh, uh, redo your reservation, and mm-hmm. we were never contacted, and yeah, everything yeah. we wanted was gone. Yeah, and also I don't know if you if you've seen people have been posting about it too. Is that many cast members on both ends from Disneyland to Disney World are petitioning against the opening. They're already doing it at Disneyland. I've talked to a few cast members who are very, very concerned about the parks reopening. So we're not going to rehash it because quite honestly, I feel like I'm in a fit of anger like all day long because I feel like I'm either fighting people about wearing a fucking mask or, and sorry guys, we're just throwing out the F words today because we're just, (laughs) or I'm fighting with people that fucking say all lives matter. So we're not going (laughs) to, we're not doing that. And honestly, like if you, if you um, are that that angers you and you think that uh, this is a Disney podcast and we shouldn't be talking about that, just don't listen to us, man. Like, seriously, yeah. we're going to fight for what's right. So we, we are like, don't get us wrong. We are a Disney podcast, but it's yeah. a Disney parks podcast for adults. And we're going to have yes. adult conversations here and we are That's going to point. use. Yes. And we're going to use our uh, ability. We were born a race that people will listen to automatically and we're going to use that so exactly uh anyway so so there's that you know that's why we've been away and we've missed you yes but (laughs) i have been dying dying to talk about splash mountain yes let's discuss it guys um and this was earlier in the week right Again, time has no meaning anymore, but this was earlier in the week, right? This week, <laughs> I don't even know. It feels like it, it should was. have been made a long time ago. Let's say that. Let's let's say that real loud for the people it was, in the back. Yeah. Hello. Back there. I am so excited. They're redoing. Okay. So if you're, if you haven't been following along with literally any thing, uh, they are removing the racist Song of the South uh, inspiration of Splash Mountain, which, okay. So. I read a bunch of things on people's posts on, on Instagram. And a lot of people are like, Oh, my kids don't even know the story. Like it's just them singing, which I guess is kind of fine because to a lot of people, Splash Mountain is just a bunch of animals singing creepy. (laughs) Uh, So, but there is a, it derives from the most racist production that Disney has ever made yeah. and it's it's going away and I'm totally stoked. My mom and I actually when it was just kind of speculation that they were gonna replace uh Splash Mountain with Princess and the Frog, my mom was thinking, you know what another one good one would be would be Pocahontas because you know she that's takes her Nixon. canoe over the mountain. Yeah, uh, over the waterfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's more uh, but I told, well, I mean, and I think it just makes more sense because in Princess and the Frog, the animals talk, so they could still right. kind of get away with that vibe in there. Um, right. I'm yeah, excited. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. No. Yeah. But I, I am so pumped because I, I just keep thinking, okay, so Princess and the Frog is very near and dear to, to my family. Uh, it came out when 
my the, I remember they were advertising it when my mm-hmm. I lived in Orlando when I was 19 and I, uh, I had just turned 20 and my sister came to visit me I was all by myself out there and we went to Disney World and they were advertising and they would sing like all the songs on the uh Mark Twain or not Mark Twain uh is that which is the Liberty Bell at uh Liberty Bell is at Disneyland uh, the fairy. Let's just say the fairy. Okay, yeah, the fairy. Hold on, I can't I'm remember which one. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a dumb bitch. So, um, uh, wait, not front. Is this is it considered Frontierland or is it considered? It's Frontierland. Yeah. Oh no, it's considered Liberty Square. Uh, right. Why is it not on the map? Oh, Liberty Square Riverboat cruise the rivers among the Liberty Bell. Guys, we have a Disney podcast. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's uh so it's the Liberty Bell. So uh, when when they were advertising Princess and the Frog, uh, they would have all the characters yeah. on the boat, and it would go around, and they would sing around the the bayou, if you will. And it was super cute, and it made me and my sister really excited to see it. And then flash forward uh, to a couple weeks after my sister came to visit me, uh, we found out she was pregnant with my first niece. Uh, and then the movie came out and we loved it, loved it, loved it. And we, I, I worked at the movie theater at that time. So my sister and I got to see it for free. And I think we went to the theater to watch it like four or five yeah. times. It was so cute. And, um, and then unfortunately, uh, my niece ended up passing away. Yeah. And uh, I, I got a tattoo on my side. It says, Jitim, you know, like, yep. right? Uh, Evangeline. Uh, but anyways, so that, that movie is very near and dear to us. So I'm so yeah. excited to go down the bayou with my sister on Splash Mountain. Oh, and I, I can like, I've already kind of been picturing like where they're going to put what. Because I was like, oh, maybe uh, when the, the quote unquote laughing place is going to be his friends on the other side to keep it dark. And, oh, yeah. You know, and you'll be like, I got friends on the other right. side. And then you'll go down the, that little splash into the darkness. That's what I was and then it'll be like, his little buddies. Oh God, it's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see much more of a Tiana, much more of Tiana's presence in the park too. Mm. So it's awesome. We are so excited. I've, I'm actually, so Brady and I talked about this. So I've never been on Splash Mountain because I don't, we've talked about this in other episodes. I don't like to get wet on rides. Mm -hmm. I am not into uh, being like wet the rest of the day. Like my socks wet. I just can't handle that. So, but Nick's gone on it. And he he's even said when this came out when when they when they finally announced um, that Princess and the Frog was taking over uh, that um, he's like yeah he's like you feel very uncomfortable on the ride he's like because the whole plantation life and it's like you know if if you have any sort of education in your brain um, that that does kind of ring out to you and I'm very surprised that it took Disney this long I was surprised it took Disney this long because they changed the redhead thing which sure. I mean, it didn't really, like, bother me that much, but, like, okay. And as a woman. (laughs) Um, The the thing with that one, though, because, like, they're like, we wants the redhead. And, like, you know, they were saying they replaced it because, like, uh, sexualizing women or objectifying wisdom. Well, women. But, like, now she's like, we want the rum. The boys want the rum. So it's like, okay, so you want kids to binge drink? Like, (laughs) if if you're going to go, like, that far? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I do. I do understand it. I do, but uh, but I think the splash round thing should happen a long time ago, in my opinion. Yeah. So, 
All right, guys. Let's uh, let's let's cheer you up a bit because <laughs> things are heavy right now. It really is. Like, and I am glad that we're getting back into these tours because, quite honestly, I think we're not going to have a lot of new news for a while. I will be fully shocked with, especially like the fact that they're that Florida is getting the cases that they are that are like higher than like some things that they were seeing in New York City. So I'm just whatever. Anyways, we're not going to talk about it. it. Gets me all pissed off. We're going to talk about. <laughs> fin- we're going to finish our tour of Fantasyland, which we haven't done. And I'm looking at the map right now. So, okay, okay, guys. So for those of you who are new to our tours or new to any time we do like a a run through or a tour of like any of the festivals, we literally take the map. We're pretending like we're there. We go step by step. We talk if we get to some of the, which we'll get to the restaurants today too, finally from Fantasyland. We look at the menu, like we're at the restaurant or at the quick service place and we choose things like just like we're physically there and we just give you our thoughts and hopefully it provides you some kind of respite and like feel like you're touring the park with us so respite okay so where we left off we think (laughs) (laughs) um we think we left off at the many adventures of winnie the pooh um we haven't talked about that yet um and quite honestly, I've only been on it a few times because it's really a ride for like really little kids. Um, it's cute. But it's like, very cute and well done. The line is always insane. I get a little grossed out there. Ew, why? And because everything is in the line is designed to keep a child entertained. So like you touch oh, the walls and rub yeah. the honey and then you play with the toys. And I'm like, this is a cesspool. It's like going into the ball pit at McDonald's. You know, that's how I feel about the Haunted Mansion line. You know how, like, they added all that, like, extra business? Um, and you can bypass it. You don't have to touch everything. Um, but, I mean, right. obviously everyone's touching everything. And I feel the same same way. I'm assuming, if things do move forward, that that's not going to be a thing anymore. <laughs> that you're not going to be able to touch stuff. Um, uh, maybe. I would be very surprised. I don't know how they would do that. Um, but... You know, you go through the story of Winnie the Pooh. You travel in a honey pot. It's very cute for this it, adult. It was podcast. very well made. It's very, oh, it's beautiful. It's very, very well themed. Very well themed. Um, it's a very lovely ride. It really is. I mean, unless you like super love Pooh, I think the line is insane. <laughs> I wouldn't waste a fast pass on it. Um, these are my opinions. <laughs> if you really love Pooh, if you really um, love Pooh. <laughs> so uh, i mean yeah like and honestly at the end of the day yeah the line for it dies down and it's if it's something you really want to catch you can just hop on it after the fireworks and you're going to be good to go oh that's a good um, point yeah it's it, it is super cute I, what did it used to be um oh jesus was that was, it was okay so i'm not entire, i think it may have been mr Trans wild ride but I could be wrong because Philhar Magic. Oh, wait. Or was it? It wasn't Snow White. It wasn't Snow White's Scary Adventures because that's where Princess Fairytale Hall is there. That's there now. Um, and I'm trying to remember what Philhar Magic used to be. Philhar Magic used to be a Lion King thing. Oh, you're right. It replaced uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, damn. The trivia. The trivia. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> So the next one is a ride I haven't ridden in maybe five years, and it's the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Listen. <laughs> Listen. That ride, again, is another gross one because there's a bunch of stuff 
you yeah. can touch in the lines. Um, it is not worth 180 freaking minutes. And that's all I it ever is. Like that. um, but that's me. Okay, uh, Avatar. I know, I know, I know. We get the... <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me fight you. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's just, it, it's actually one of Matt's favorites. He has to go on it every trip. He loves it. Uh, and it's a, it is a lot of fun, but it's just so short. Like, Yeah, it is short. Mm-hmm. Compared I mean, to, like, cute, the other roller coasters. Uh, I, do, I do really like it. Um, but it's just, like, I waited in a three-year line for a 10-second ride. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very, um, like, I know the tracks that they used are, like, some kind of new roller coaster track, and it's an extremely smooth ride, and it's a beautiful ride. Um, again, yes, it is very short, and the line is always 120 minutes Not. plus. <laughs> like, there is no, and even, like, I don't even know how this works. Like I can, you can never get a fast pass unless you are booking like six months in advance somehow. Yeah, I don't understand well, if people get fast pass. It's one of the top tier ones, so yeah. it's like you got to choose between that and like Space Mountain, and then Space Mountain's usually always pretty long too. But that one at least goes down. Yeah, uh, especially like if, if you like watch the fireworks on the uh, Tomorrowland side of things. Yeah, you could like hoof it over to Space Mountain and mm. get like a twenty minute wait. Yeah. Uh, that will never happen at, at uh, no. the seven train, uh, seven doors mine train ride. It's always long. Yeah. And it also took like a bajillion years to build. I remember when they opened New Fantasyland, and we talked about this when we talked about New Fantasyland. Um, and you would just walk around that whole area, and it was just under construction forever. And, um, it's just I'm, I I think it's a fantastic ride when I but again I haven't ridden it in like five years because I can never get a fast pass for it, and and a lot of that's just because we just we would normally in normal times book like a month in advance, right. and uh, it would already be gone. Yeah, it would already be gone, and even if you even if you show up for extra magic hours, it would still be like a ridiculous wait. Yeah, there's sometimes Matt and I have been able to go up there and ask if we could get in the fast pass line, and they'll just be like, "Oh, do you know all the names of the seven dwarves?" And then I will shit on them with knowledge and get in that fast pass line. Kids, <laughs> listen, I know you're only seventeen and you just graduated high school and you're a college Bless program person. Bless you. I am nine thousand years old. <laughs> I was there before Snow White. Yeah. No, I hear you. But so, uh, no, it's, oh, it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. great. It's a good time. And it's like the hallmark now at this point of Fantasyland. Would I rather stay in that line than Peter Pan's equally long line? Sure. That's a good point. Yeah, because that's the <laughs> other other ridiculous line of Fantasyland is, is Peter Pan. Um. Oh, so next. Oh, this is our last attraction, quote unquote. And then we're going to start talking about food, and I'm starving because I have to cook dinner after this. Um, Princess Fairytale Hall, where you get to meet some of your favorite Disney princesses. And just FYI, if the park does open, we did talk about this in the Lost episode. Um, this is probably not going to open um, for a while um, because they're not doing character meet and greets in like Shanghai or anything like that, unless things have changed. But 
that's probably it's probably not going to happen. But this is where it like in the lines would be insane too. These are to take pictures, and I think it was usually like Cinderella, and I think Tiana would be there sometimes, and. I don't think the I don't think Elsa was there. I think this was mainly like OG princesses, like Aurora stuff like that. I think I could be crazy. I I honestly have no idea. Yeah, I I've never again. I don't do we. And if you're new to the show, Annie doesn't really do meet and greets because I feel like personally, this is my personal opinion. I am taking that time away from a child, so I don't do them. I have a friend who loves to do them, Brianne. Um, <laughs> but I don't do them for that reason. That's Not saying any names, names. <laughs> at Disneyland for one. Um, yeah, I'm Rhymes right. <laughs> so we're finally going to talk about the diet. So those are all the attractions. So if you already listened, Fantasyland is like the hallmark of Magic Kingdom. It is a huge land. It took us two episodes to get through just the attractions. So finally, we're going to talk about your food options. And they're really great for the most part. For the most part. There's actually quite a few different places there. Like as far as uh, different varieties of like quick service. Uh, Actually, you know, I kind of take that back. There's a couple um, sit-downs. Yep. But the quick services are like super quick service. Like it's like... You can get a turkey leg and go. Except for like Pinocchio. We'll talk about Pinocchio. But yeah, there's some. And and this is if you are if you've been a fan for a really long time, you'll hear me talk about fire. We're going to talk about Friar's Nook because they have (laughs) tots and we'll have a conversation about it shortly. But I'm a huge fan of Friar's Nook. So let's get started with like the creme de la creme, the OG Cinderella's Royal Table. You thought I was going to say be our guest. That's next. But um, <laughs> let's talk about Cinderella's Royal <laughs> Table, um, which is a character dining experience. It is extremely hard to get into Cinderella's Royal Table. You are eating mm-hmm. dinner in the castle. Um, have you ever done this before? I, I have not. And they will not even let you take a look. Yeah. Uh, that trip I went when it was just me on my like, like my mecca journey, yes. my spiritual journey. Uh, <laughs> I went in there. I was like, "Hey, can I just like pop up in there and just take a look? Like, I won't even take any pictures. I just want to see what it looks like." I know. They're like off. Yeah, they're like off of his head. This crazy, stupid bitch. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. You got the money, honey. Guess not. Bye. <laughs> So which menu would you, so, so we go through the menus, like we said before, we go through, like we're sitting down and having a meal. Um, which menu would you like to go through? You know, I'm a lunch hoe. You are a lunch hoe. I love it. Um, and lunch a lot of times are, they're pretty similar. Um, God. So, Mm. so if, again, like Cinderella's Royal Table looks like it's not going to be available for, um, advanced dining. Um, if the parks do open on the 11th, just FYI. Um, okay, so this looks like it's a prefix. It's a prefix menu, seventy five bucks for lunch. I mean, I could easily do that. I don't know if this is something that I would choose, but um, I mean, it's got a charcuterie. It does have a charcuterie. Annie loves a charcuterie. It's one of the things Castle that's killing pickles. me since I became vegetarian to not have charcuterie boards. Oh my god. Um, so they have the appetizers of the court. So it looks like, do you get an appetite? Yeah, you choose one appetizer, you get an entree. 
$75 plus tax and gratuity, EGAD brain, and then your finale, which is your dessert. And I think you can also get a beverage here. Am I correct? Yes, you can. Fantastic. I mean, for all of that being included, like an appetizer, I mean, and there's like everything in, on the appetizer board. Oh, this is a this of the day to is seared scallops, like yeah. for $75. Yeah, I would, I would pay for this. Yeah, yeah. This is like dinner. Like this would be your main meal, I would think. Like even though this says oh, lunch. Yeah. So what would be your appetizer of the court? Well, if it's all included, I'm not going to be the ding dong that just gets a suit. My ass is going for those seared scallops <laughs> because not cheap. Uh, right. You know, it's like, okay, so it's like when I go to Starbucks, which I do always, uh, and I earn enough points to get my free drink. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to get like my regular drink. I'm going to load that bitch up because sure. it's going to be free. So if all this is going to be 75 bucks, I'm going for those seared scallops. Yeah, I think... Um... Uh, just because since for those of you are new, I became a vegetarian in January, but charcuterie boards, like I'm a slut for charcuterie boards and this kills me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd probably choose the seared scallop because I will have some fish now and again um, because I'm not like into the salad because of the maple vinaigrette. That um, not yeah. So I'd probably just get the scallop. Entrees. Mm, entree. I'm going for that tenderloin of beef. Oh, for sure. That's probably world. Celery good. root mash, seasonal vegetables, and a sauce bordelaise. Oh, very nice. I'm looking at the chickpea panis, um, crispy chickpeas panis. So it must be like a falafel type situation. Tomato jam, roasted carrots, which I I don't I hate carrots. I asked them I to. I hate carrots. Carrots are the devil's lettuce. Um, tremolas, trim- spice garbanzos, and chive powder. It does look good. There's also a protein bowl where you could get a plant-based protein with farro. I love farro. Red quinoa, toasted hazelnuts, and a grain mustard herb dressing. I think that would be a very nice lunch. So probably I would actually choose the plant-based protein bowl. That's where I am. Yeah. Excuse me. If I was going for actually... Okay, so this was lunch, which we are looking at the lunch menu. I would probably do the plant-based uh, or sorry the, the protein bowl just because that seems a little lighter and uh tenderloin beef i think i'd be dragging the rest of the day with the yeah. itis i didn't say too much yeah you'd be like Ugh. but if you were like doing a park hopper day and you were like ending your afternoon there then it'd be fine you can go back to your yeah hotel room or whatever um desserts finales what you what you thinking um, I was thinking either the Jack and Gus, which is a whipped cheesecake with seasonal flavors and garnishes, mm-hmm. or the lemon sorbet. I do love a sorbet. Um, that would be some blueberries. If I was continuing my day at the park, I would get the lemon sorbet. If I was ready to shit for the rest of the day, but it's probably worth it, is the clock strikes 12. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Which is a dark chocolate mousse, a dark chocolate ganache served with a raspberry coolie. I mean, I would have bathroom issues all day, but it sounds See, I just, I don't like chocolate with fruit flavoring or flavors of any fruit. Yeah, I hear you. Like, I remember back in the day, those uh, raspberry chocolates and those orange chocolates that you'd, like, peel apart like an orange, but yep. it was, like, chocolate. Uh, I hate, I hate that. And that's like, I guess I, I tasted that and I really hated it and never gave it another opportunity. Yeah. 
They have pretty decent drink. They have wine flights, which Disney does a fantastic wine flight. I have always done wine flights at most restaurants because they just have a really great selection. This selection here is kind of Mount Mau. But if you love a flight, they have flights for sparkling, Chardonnay, and a red cupcake. Wait, what? They have a build your own cupcake. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, oh, the kids' great uh, dessert. Cute. That would be very. I would love. I would I, like that. I want. I want a cupcake. Yeah. I would prefer that actually. For the kids. Yeah, because that's like a nice little dessert. Like you don't have this whole business. Okay, what's next? Pinocchio Village House. Oh, that is OG. Pinocchio. I remember going there. Pinocchio. Love. I love Pinocchio Village House. It's fantastic. What a great little spot. I don't even remember the last time I've eaten there, though. Actually, I think I there in 2017, maybe. My family, yeah. It's, you know, it's they have some really decent choices, especially from a vegetarian standpoint um, with their flatbreads. This is like an Italian quick service, which I find interesting, even though it looks German on the outside. But it must it looks super German. It looks super German. But I think, I think what it's doing, this is just my thought, is if you're in... <laughs> If you go to Northern Italy, especially like by the Alps, everything looks very Swiss, like Swiss buildings. So um, when you're like on the lakes. So um, I'm assuming that's I'm going to tell myself that's what this is because that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to tell myself it's like a Swiss building. Um, so we want to do, I think lunch and dinner are probably the same, I would assume. But they do have a little Mickey and Minnie surprise celebration. That's got to be old. They cannot have this anymore. There's no way. Yeah. Um, or considering it's closed. Well, everything's closed. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm considering like oh. it's all closed. I don't know if they've like updated it. Oh, right, right. I see, see, see. So the that was like for their 90th thing, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's weird that they haven't updated that. Because uh, that was like well before COVID. <laughs> Tangled Wally. Oh, I remember seeing the picture. So the entrees, again, they're like flatbreads, salads. There are some chicken nuggies. So that's awesome. Hold on. Rewind. Can I say that this is now my favorite restaurant? They put the desserts first on the menu. (laughs) They do. I love it. Which honestly is, I, in my opinion, I think eating dessert first is healthier for you. Because if you plan on eating a dessert anyway, uh, you're going to eat your meal and then you're going to be full, but you're going to be like, man, but I really wanted that dessert. So you're going to get the dessert, and then you're going to overeat, which causes weight gain. But if you eat your dessert first, then you'll eat what you want of your dinner, and then save it the rest for later. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, I hear you. That actually makes a lot of sense. So they have a lot of flatbreads, which I enjoy the margarita flatbread there, obviously. Mm, I do love a good uh, margarita pizza. Yeah. But, like, I feel like eating a chicken parm pasta is a lot of business for a quick service place. Yeah. Actually, however, I would probably slap this chicken parmesan sandwich. Yeah, that would be a better choice if you're feeling the chicken parm. There's also an antipasto salad, which I've had before. This was before I was vegetarian, and it is very good. But I would choose the margarita flatbread these days. I do love chicken. And they do have a plant-based menu. Yeah. So it's just straight yeah. I would, up I would go with the chicken parmesan sandwich. I think. That I bet it's good. I bet it's real good. Um, and then they do have like their plant-based options, which is literally penne with mar- marinara sauce. 
guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, there's there's no uh nothing really interesting from it. They do have a uh, gluten wheat allergy friendly. So obviously any of those flatbreads you could turn into a gluten or wheat allergy friendly crust, which is awesome. Um, and they have many different allergy menus. So egg allergies, fish shellfish allergy, which I don't think there's really milk allergies, peanut tree. I mean, they go to town. So you have your options. I love it. It's old school. I've been going there since uh, I was a child. So I just got done scrolling through all these no, allergy right. friendly there's things. A lot. There are so many options. If you have, if you're listening to us and you have children and they have some kind of a, uh, a food sensitivity or allergy, this would definitely be a good place to go. Or even you as an adult, you know, people. Yeah, I mean, 100%. If you yourself, uh, this is a good one. Because I'm pretty sure all the restaurants will accommodate you in some yeah, way or another. Do. But if you want to go in knowing exactly what you have and what you're getting yourself into, I would definitely say start here because it is yeah. black and white right here on the app. Yeah, agree. So let's go to the other yeah, some chicken nuggies. Chicken nug- There's, you can't go wrong with chicken nuggies, quite honestly, if you ask me. All right, be our guest, which I feel is Been like there. slightly controversial because some people love it, some people like live and die for it. It's still really hard to get into, but some people are like meh, like me. It's really pretty on the inside. Yes. However, it does smell and feel like a. Cafeteria. cafeteria yes yeah. yes um, and sounds like a cafeteria it's so loud it's so loud it's like a cave in there but it's it's really pretty um you know if, if beauty and the beast is near and dear to your heart like it, it is really cute um the food I th- we went for breakfast i'm not okay. a huge breakfast person in the first place right um Again, we all know I'm a Will Bottom for lunch. Um, I love lunch. Uh, but it, like, so we had breakfast and it was just good. And like you order, you walk in and you, and you order like at these kiosks in the front and then you sit down and they kind of bring you your food on these like borderline hospital food delivery trays. Like, But they're cool because uh, they're RFID tag. So they know like exactly where to take it. Right, right. It is, um, it is like it, it is pretty cool, but like it just it felt very like I had eggs and it felt very like mass produced eggs, you know. Very, and it's yeah. not cheap, so yeah. it's but it's good. Like it's it's a good time. I would definitely do it again. In fact, we were going to do it again uh, for our next trip, but I think we were going to do lunch because my mom and I have heard that that's the better menu uh as far as like kind of getting your bang for your buck and quality so so yes so the when i've only been to be our guest once um and it was for lunch it was it's not the menu they have now so this was a while ago so um the menu now is the same as dinner and it's like a prefix um back in the day you used to be able to like there was more of like a it was more lunch like um, but again, this is so mass produced and they are churning people out of that place because everybody wants to go eat in the ballroom or whatever that I think it's become a little more mass produced. And it's another reason why I'm not a fan of it. But yeah, I mean, the food selection is is a lot better. 
Um, so again, prefix $62 for an adult. Um, and we'll go through the menu. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm thinking this is one of the restaurants when you book it, you have to pay in advance. You well, you have to put a credit card down. So okay, okay. Most sign like the higher end signature dining res res uh res oh, restaurants. Um, when you make a reservation, you do have to put your credit card down as a hold. Um, Which is also the same for. Um, in Hollywood Studios, the lightsaber creation. Yeah. I have to put my yeah. credit card down for that. Same idea. Yep. Yeah. So this is definitely okay. one of those places. And usually if you go to any of the more higher end signature restaurants, you do have to put your credit card down, um, which is like good and bad. But I get it because like that that waiter or waitress is really missing out if you um, don't show up for your reservation. So appetizers – the plant-based offering for me. Oh man. Uh, mixed field uh, green. I'm just looking at all this. I'm just like, I don't like French onion soup. I don't oh, like I it. it's so good. Um, That's probably what I would get actually. Lobster bisque. Actually, and I, I love lobster bisque. I guess I would try that. But that assorted meat and artisanal cheese selection does not look good to me. See, it looks Chicken really good. Chicken liver pate. Like, I'm not a pate person, especially because of the way it's made. It's but like um, food. Yeah, I don't eat pate. But Everything uh, else I'd be into. And I don't like ham. No, no, no. I'm going to go with the, the mixed field green. Yeah. So the entrees are pretty robust. And when I say robust, like, like they're pretty, the fact that this is lunch, it's like, it's a this lot of business. It's a heavy meal. It's a heavy like, yeah, meal. You're, this is, you're going to be slugging over to <laughs> Aloha, the, like, counter to get yeah. your, your dole whip after this one. Um, Ooh, I, I would go between. The roasted corn and spinach tortellini, but again, that's really heavy, in my opinion. And then there's the pan-seared scallops, which actually is probably what I would get. And it's a seasonal risotto with wild mushrooms and butter sauce. I'm a I love filet mignon, so I'd probably get the filet mignon uh, because I just love it. And uh, yeah, I just feel like heavy all day you i know this is why i don't understand like why they have these like really big res, like restaurants like this like i get epcot because like you can kind of balance your day and have those bigger dinners there but here i'm like what are you doing um but the just yeah. let's let's get a center cut flame and yon and then go ahead space mountain <laughs> no, until we puke mountain. oh god um the dessert trio so you get to i think you get to pick three of these correct I don't know. I didn't have dessert for breakfast. I'm trying to remember. Um, there's a lemon jam macaron, a dark chocolate truffle, white chocolate chip cup with gray stuff. That's Oh, so that's the gray stuff. And vanilla cake with lemon curd, which is the plant-based offering. Um, I would definitely get the lemon jam macaron because yep. I love macarons. Mm -hmm. um, I would definitely get the gray stuff because you're at – be our guest, and if you don't get the gray stuff, you know how you can ask the dishes about it. And uh, I guess the vanilla cake, lemon curd. Yeah. Now, one thing here, though, their wine selection is like significant, and, and they have their own private label champagne and wines made specifically for beer guests, mm -hmm. um, which is cool. And and in theory, if you look at if you look at the prices for the bottles of wine. Um, 
they're actually not terrible. Like in the grand scheme of like, if you look at wine lists, some of the major signature restaurants, this is not terrible. This is probably like how much I would normally pay for a bottle of wine at a signature restaurant. Like the champagne is like 79. Again, it's high, but it's in the scheme of looking at the wine list from the other signature restaurants. It's not terrible. Um, right. They have their own private label rosé, which is only $50. Um, their own private label Chardonnay and their own private label red, which I'm assuming is probably. Oh, it's a, it's from Chateau Neuf de Pop. Okay. Can't see you today. Damn. <laughs> All right, I'd probably we we would probably get that in the night of Harper for the rest of the day. But I love chefs, wines from Chateau Neuf. <laughs> I'm such a um, I would, I'd get that rosé, the Enchanté Rosé. Yeah, and they have like such a really really great wine list, guys. I'm just like skimming through it right now. I mean, they have like a Sancerre for by the bottle, like that's impressive. I'm really impressed by their wine selection for it being in a theme park. $120. Oh, for the Vogue Clicquot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kistler. $140 for Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. But again, in the scheme of things, it's not the most expensive wine I've seen at Disney. Not that I've ever gotten True. a wine. Like, when Nick and I get a bottle of wine at um, a Disney resort, we probably stay around the $80 range, quite honestly. And that's and that's literally on the lower, lower, lower end. Um, right. There are bottles. Well, the, and you also got to take consideration of Disney price. Right. Uh, so what you're going to pay at for that bottle of wine on the outside of Disney is probably going to be cheaper. And ooh, the grocery store, it's only this much. Well, you're paying for it at Disney. <laughs> like yeah, my and Matt's the, favorite yeah. is the. Uh, uh, Moet and Chandon, yeah. Rose Imperial. Oh, nice. And we always get that for our anniversary. And uh, it's like a $69 bottle of nice uh, wine or champagne rose uh, at a regular liquor store. But at Disney, it's usually like $75, yes. $80. Yeah, so which, I mean, for me, it's worth it because it has that sentimental value. And it's also really good. So yeah. Sentimental value is priceless. <laughs> so the rest of these places I think are considered snacks. Snacks. Well, they'd be considered snaps and I th snacks and there are some like quick service type of stuff. So we'll go through them pretty quickly and we're also at 46 mm -hmm. minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Gaston's Tavern, which is again, part of new Disneyland. I have never gotten any food here. I am I've gotten macarons from there. Oh, you the macarons there? They were really good. Yeah, uh, they're just like, I think there's like three of them in a pack. And it, oh, nice. And, and they're just like uh, assorted flavors. Yeah, I didn't know you could and, get that there. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. I, I was going to try and take uh, make my own the other yeah. day. And uh, oh, those there's are, a lot that goes into it. That's hard. And I do not have any baking skills. All my yeah. skills belong inside of a pot of yeah. Stuff. Yeah, and these are all like kind of prepackaged um <laughs> things that you can get. So they have like a ham and Swiss sandwich, a smoked turkey and gouda, and then there's a fruit and cheese picnic platter, which is probably what I, don't I would know how get. I feel about smoked turkey and gouda, but I that's what I would have gotten if I uh was eating meat. <laughs> yeah, Matt always likes to get the Lafus brew. I'm not a fan of it. Um it tastes yeah. like a hangover. 
Yeah, and and that is that is what's famous for Gaston's Tavern. You get the souvenir. Well, if you choose to get the souvenir Stein, um, it literally doubles your price more so than uh, less. Um, but maybe it's maybe baby bell snack. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I love that so much. I love baby bell cheese. In, in Lafou's Brew, if you're not familiar with it, it is frozen apple juice with a hint of toasted marshmallow. And top with all natural passion fruit, mango foam, and served in a you know in a souvenir stein. If you still get that one, that's a lot of sugar. Whoa. That's a lot of sugar and so many flavors. Oh god! Like marshmallow, apple, so a lot happening. Uh, passion fruit, mango. Like there's that's that's busy, busy, yeah. busy, busy. It just I made a caramel apple sangria for one of my birthdays. One year it was a yeah. Disney themed birthday, yeah. and I made a caramel apple sangria, and I called it uh, the evil stepmother's brew or whatever <laughs> the fuck I called it. But uh, super hungover the next day because it's just sugar, and the, as every adult knows, the sugar, more sugary your drink, the bigger your hangover is gonna be. Hence, red wine. Uh, but. So, yeah, so uh, Matt likes to get that, but every time I taste it, all I can think about is how long I spent throwing up at the day after my birthday. So. <laughs> Next, and then now I'm just looking at this now because, again, we guys, we have not looked at the menus prior, and I wish I would have known this because – so Prince Eric's Village Market is right across from um, the Little Mermaid ride, and I just thought it was like a place where you got like turkey legs, which, yes, you do, but they also have – and I didn't know this – they have a mermaid donut. I'm not a donut person, but if you love donuts, it's a yeast donut with purple icing, sprinkles, topped with white chocolate treasures from Ariel's Grotto. But, and this is the big deal. That sounds sexual. Yeah. If you like, if you like a- Ariel's Grotto. Ariel's Grotto. They have frozen Cokes here. I don't think you understand how much I love frozen Coke. I love frozen I love Coke so much. They have frozen Coke. You get different kinds with fr- different s- s- syrups. You could get a frozen Coke. With either green apple syrup, vanilla syrup, cherry syrup, watermelon, or red passion fruit. I would probably get the vanilla syrup. I love frozen Coke. You have no idea. Uh, I had no idea this existed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought that was just like a place you could buy like a water bottle yeah. and, and such. I uh, am blown I'm away. I'm looking at this jumbo pretzel. I am shook. Ooh, freaking pickles. I love pickles. There's also the Cheshire Cafe, which is near the Mad Hatter Tea Party. Here they have. I is, have not eaten anything. I have not eaten anything time. here either. All they have is the Cheshire Cattail. I believe it's some kind of baked good. And then there's like. Um, yeah, it's like a. What's not a croissant? Same kind of style. What am I looking for? What word is this? Like a twisted dough thing. Yeah, like flaky, um, not my style of a a dessert or anything. They do have... Slushy raspberry lemonade with grape and candy-coated straw. That sounds fun. If you want to like have diabetes, good lord. Oh, I do remember that they do have hot tea here, which I think, you know, if you're going... When it's cooler, that's awesome. But otherwise, it's another place to get water. I'll tell you that. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I can literally water. go to Antarctica, though, and ask for an iced coffee. Yeah. You will, I'm not a hot drink fan. Yeah. 
uh, storybook treats menu. Um, and this is this and Friar the Friar Nooker were pretty close to each other, um, right there in kind of like the center of Fantasyland. And this is mainly ice cream. Actually, it is just ice cream. It's like right, ice cream. That's where you get that gross float. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was one of our first episodes. We talked about that. Yeah. Peter Pan float. Guys, I'm telling you, the, the lime soft serve is really good. I like, yeah. I love uh, soft serve uh, sherbets. Um, but it's like, I don't know. I, I might have just had a bad one. Like the Sprite was not good. Yeah, uh, good the chocolate feather was plastic. Like it was gross. <laughs> um, I would just go over and get a regular yeah. ass Dole Whip float. Same. Although if I could get that lime soft serve inside of the pineapple juice. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, Disney, call me. <laughs> we have ideas. And last but not least. Is a my lot of them. Listen to all 60 episodes. Oh, all 60 episodes, <laughs> yes. This is my personal favorite place to eat in Fantasyland. <laughs> oh my, the Vise de la Resistance. The Vise de la Resistance is the Friar's Nook. It's so great. It's just loaded tots. It is loaded tater tots. What more could you want in your life? Seriously, though. Ooh, okay, hold on. Oh, help me, my Jesus. Mouth is watering. Loaded buffalo chicken tots. Dude. Oh, yeah, hot dogs here. So if you don't want to go through the freaking lawless yep. land of Casey's Corner, you can come here and get a freaking hot dog. Go to our episode, our tour of Magic or uh, Main Street, guys. Listen to our tirade on Casey's lawless Corner. land. Lawless land. Lawless land. Um, yeah, no, fuck yes. These loaded buffalo chicken tots put it in a best place to eat in fantasy land. Everyone else can. SD. I cannot handle it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyone else who comes at me and says, like, oh no, Cinderella's table or like be our guest, I'd be like, I, I, we can't be friends. Like, I just can't do it. <laughs> Creamy bacon, macaroni, and cheese tots, uh, loaded buffalo chicken tots, loaded tots, loaded tots, hot dog, served with mac and cheese. Like, oh, geez, come on now, guys. I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time for y'all coming at me with like your nonsense and saying this is not good. And honestly, buffalo loaded, uh, bu- loaded buffalo chicken tots, they're only 10 bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And oh the, my God. I'm just going to bring up the breakfast menu here for a hot minute too, because it's 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 pretty decent. You can get a breakfast sandwich, just like a straight up bacon, egg, and cheese. They also have sausage and gravy potato barrels. Like what? The best best place in fantasy land. Don't even, don't even come at me. Don't even at me. Actually at me, because I'll fight you. <laughs> okay, like I almost, I almost had a small heart palpitation i was like 649 for an uncrustable but it includes like a, a business yeah a yogurt smoothies yeah. yogurt squeeze <laughs> whatever applesauce i, I mean, was like damn that is regardless that's like two packages of right uncrustable damn we finished it we finished Ooh, fantasy bacon egg and cheddar soup with multi-grain croissant saying it Fire's Nook. Fire's Nook 2021. Because I don't think this park's opening in 2020. <laughs> Sausage and gravy potato barrels? I don't know. Okay. This is our sound bite right here. It's talking sleeper. about the sleeper. Sleeper. It's a sleeper. It's guys just, yeah, literally, he's just been hanging out in a little nook, like mm-hmm. shitting on the whole game. Yeah. I, I, it's a single dollar price range, you know, like the single cash money sign. Yeah. So it's 
cheap. Um, I I really do think it's probably my favorite place to eat in all of all of Magic Kingdom. I'm I think I'm, I think I think it's it's a good quick light thing. Like you're not going to be super. Uh, oh wait, no. Like Skipper's weighed Skipper. down by it. Skipper's Cantina is the second. Uh yes. I almost forgot. That's it. We're back. We did it. We're back, baby. We did it. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. Guys, we're excited to be back. We have functioning technology. Although, once I stop recording, we'll make sure that it's functioning technology. But I did test it afterwards. And I have a fun new computer. It's rose gold. Because why not? Uh, And it's nice to be back. I need some normalcy in my life. Um, I'm, I still need a new microphone. I'm still over here in like the dark ages on my it's headset. Okay. Uh, making our thing sound so bad. No, it sounds good. No, you sound good. <laughs> you sound good. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> well, guys, I have to make dinner uh, because it's Sunday night. And of course, it's some kind of Italian nonsense that I have to make. Um, so we're going to wrap <laughs> it up uh, next week. What is next week? Oh, Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. <laughs> Tomorrowland. I'm so excited. I, I love Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Okay. Guys. I'll see you guys later. My name is Annie at WGW Collective. And with me, as always, is my most wonderful co-host, who I'm so glad to hear his voice. I know. I just I'm so nervous to not like to hit stop recording. Uh, I'm Brady McClary at um, I almost said at WDW No, I'm Brady McClary at Brady Cam. Uh, and check us out. Hit us up. Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, guys, we're gonna be in Tomorrowland next. And we'll week. ignore it and just say what we want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Peace out. Stay safe, everybody. Bye.